May I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The parable we hear this morning is one that is familiar to all of us. It's one we keep filed away in our interesting sayings of Jesus section of our memories. You probably first heard it way back when in Sunday school, but for many of us, that might have been the last time we really thought about what this parable is actually trying to say to us. Like all of Jesus' parables, this simple story is actually layered with deep meanings about God and how God works in our lives. It's all about how we approach the story and how we allow our hearts to open up and hear God's message. One place to start is by remembering that this parable is actually all about us. That is, we are the sowers. We are the ones that are called out to go out and sow, to try to live our lives as God calls us to live, to try to share our faith and word and deed with those whom God puts in our path, and to share God's abundant love with others. And the only way we do this is by actually doing something. <laughs> it requires action from us. It requires reaching out to people. It requires serving and caring and risking all those types of things. But because we are human, when we try to do these things, if we try to offer ourselves, our time, our energy, our caring to others, then before very long, we will inevitably, inevitably begin to wonder whether it's worth it. We're going to wonder whether anything of value or meaning is going to come from all of our efforts. We will wonder that because we'll notice that a whole lot of what we are doing appears to us to be wasted effort. It will appear to us that nothing much is coming out of our work. I imagine many of you might have experienced this before. But that's exactly what this parable is trying to address. The first people who heard this story knew all about planting crops. They knew all about a sower going out to sow. They saw it happen. They did it themselves year after year. They knew that the seed was usually sown by broadcasting it. That is, the farmer would walk along and toss it out in every direction. The land was plowed later, after the fact, after the seed had been sown. So what that means is that when you were out tossing the seeds, it was virtually impossible to tell what kind of soil the seed was actually landing on, because it all looked pretty much the same from the point of view of the sower. It was just the quickest way to get out as much seed on the ground as possible. So everything that Jesus says about the sower's problems, the thin soil, the rocks, the birds, the thorns, the weeds, this was just the way of life to the people. It was the way it had always worked. Much, probably most, of what they sowed was wasted. They knew that. 
Now, the important part of this parable was about the soils and the difficulties that came with planting, the dangers involved, and the seeds that would be wasted. And Jesus wouldn't really be saying anything new. Everybody already knew about all that stuff. But there's one thing that was really shocking to those who first heard this parable. That was the yield. The harvest Jesus talks about that comes from the good soil. In their experience as farmers, seven or eightfold was hoped for. If you got tenfold, that was considered phenomenal. And anything else above that was simply unheard of. Yet in the parable, even the poorest yield was beyond their experience. And the greatest yield was beyond their comprehension. To promise this sort of result was more than optimistic. It meant to live in a whole different order of creation. It meant to operate out of a whole different perspective on life. To sow with this sort of hope and vision is to have the perspective of the kingdom of God. With this vision, you don't mind the rocks or the birds or the thin soil or whatever else might get in the way. All that stuff just doesn't even matter anymore. It is overshadowed by the promise of the whole enterprise, this perspective. The promise of a vast harvest is the heart of this story. After all, we already know that much of what we do is wasted. We know that very well. We already know what it is like to try and try and try again to care and make a difference, and then not to get anywhere, or not be noticed, or not succeed, or maybe worst of all, not even be appreciated. If this parable is about that, then it doesn't have anything new or interesting to say to us today either. Instead, remember the point of this parable and the point of what we do in our own lives is that by the grace of God, the harvest will be great beyond measure, great beyond belief, great beyond our comprehension. What God will make of our efforts is more than we can imagine. Yes, much of what we do will look like it's wasted effort to us, but that's okay. The one who sows, that's us, remember, we don't need to worry about that. The one who sows is simply called to scatter the seed, to love and to serve and to trust. The rest will be taken care of, not because of any abilities of ours, but because of the power and love of God. This perspective of hope and confidence is the gift of this parable. If we take this to heart, we are given the grace and freedom to love without abandon. We are to love and to serve in broadcast fashion, knowing full well that most of what we do may not amount to anything, and that bad things are going to happen. But trusting nonetheless 
and the incomprehensible abundance that will come in the end. Certainly much will be wasted as we see it. Maybe even our favorite seed, our best, most self-sacrificing good deed, our smartest remark, our greatest insight will end up on a rocky path or inside some fat bird. But that's not ours to control. It's not ours to fix. It's not even ours to worry about. Each one of us individually, and St. John's Church itself, all of us together have at our feet fields to walk and seeds to sow. We are called to do that through our baptisms into Christ's body. This parable is a gift to lighten our step and to extend our reach. It gives us the wonderful gift of right perspective. So we can wave at the birds and smile at the weeds, for they are not our concern. For the love we offer in the Lord's name is the word of the kingdom of God. And that word of love that we spread abundantly, God promises, will not return to God empty. But it shall accomplish that which God intends for it and it will prosper in the thing for which it is sent. So go. Go and sow those seeds of love.